Hey, this is Kirnagrad from the Sparkling Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Trisha Nicholson with us. Trisha is the lead of Upward Living Real Estate Group with over nine to ten years of experience as a top producer in the state of South Carolina. Let's welcome our today's guest, Trisha Nicholson. Trisha, welcome to the hey. show. How are you? Thank you for having me. Okay, to begin with, I was drizzled out. I was lazy before this conversation, but now I'm super sparked. <laughs> so <Okay. laughs> thank you for being <laughs> on the show. <laughs> sure. Okay. Trisha, let's begin with something interesting about you that most people don't know. That's good. I had to think about this. So I, when I was 14 years old, I would sell shrimp door to door in Florida when I lived in Florida. And so I would have a bag of shrimp and I would literally go from door to door in my neighborhood and ask people if they wanted to buy shrimp. But then ultimately the idea was to be able, I was, wanted to upsell them into washing their car. <laughs> and I forgot completely about this until you actually, until this question come up, came uh, up, but yeah. So I guess the hustle started early. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you could have sold them the car washing <laughs> along with the shrimp. So it was, you didn't. Yeah, it was. <laughs> what? Okay. Sorry. But you didn't. Oh, go ahead. Oh. Mm. I mean, it just depended. Yeah. yeah. Something you learned along the way. But entrepreneurship yeah. began a long way before it actually did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. it absolutely did. The So for me, <laughs> I worked in a club, in like a nightclub, in, in again, back in Florida when I was younger, when I was 15. And I was able to get tips from people who came in. And so I was able to make some good money. Well, the owner at the time was a radio disc jockey, local like disc jockey in the area, Bubba the Love Sponge. And he owned the club. <laughs> and one night decided that I was not allowed to ask for tips anymore. And so at that point, I realized I don't ever want to be subject to somebody else's decision like that. And I wanted to be able to make up my own destiny. And then I ended up going into the DJ booth and I learned, I would, I learned how to DJ back when it was turntables and, and a mixer that didn't do it, you know, automatically yeah, yeah, yeah. actually learn how to match up the beats. And, um, I, I went back there every night after work and which led to a seven year long career in the nightclubs. And I was the second female DJ in all of Florida. For wow. <laughs> wow. Second. <laughs> second. I knew I, I couldn't go back after that. Yeah. <laughs> so. so do you still DJ? I don't, I mean, I have everything, but I, and everything's so automatic now, you know, like everything's computerized. Yeah. It's nothing like what I used to do, but I haven't set everything up yet because I have young kids. So I don't <laughs> want them to mess up. <laughs> totally got it. Got it. So tell yeah. us about the entrepreneurial bug. You already had that entrepreneurial spirit when you were 14 and then DJ, right? When did you start actual entrepreneurship wherein you are doing legit business? What kind of business was that? Well, it actually was being a DJ because I was my own. Self-employed. Yeah, I would have to advertise for myself, promote mm -hmm. myself, mm -hmm. make sure I was known. 
um, out, out there. And eventually I got uh, picked up by some club promoters in New Orleans and Louisiana. And so they'd fly me out there like periodically multiple times. And so I got a little taste of a bit of luxury, admittedly, back then. And I decided, you know, I wanted to be able to continue to create a lifestyle. It's not about luxury, but it was just really nice to have control over my own destiny, you know? And so that was my first. And as far as real estate goes, I, geez, 10 years, I was 30, one 30 so like 10 years ago is when you are not 30 started, right now okay no yeah i was i i you are not about, 30 right now okay no yeah <laughs> it was a while ago <laughs> um, so yeah once i started selling real estate i i got into the investment side too because i'm passionate about that and i read um the one book was rich dad poor dad by Robert Kiyosaki, which most people know, especially if you're an entrepreneur and, uh, and it just made sense. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Indeed it did. <laughs> and yeah. then investing began. Tell us about your investing career. Uh, how many rentals do you have? Do, uh, are you pro- planning to invest in something right now? Tell us about it. So we actually had a couple. The idea was two per kid. So it's two rentals per kid. So somebody else pays into it, even if it were cash neutral after everything is said and done, as long as we don't lose money, it's good because somebody else is paying into it. And when my kids are older and they go to college, I can use that uh, property and sell it for their tuition. So I don't have to save up for tuition because... (laughs) Somebody else is paying it for me, you know, as long as I can acquire the property. Um, so yeah, that's that's really kind of where it started and then grew. And we actually sold two smaller ones and invested in a large beach house to do an Airbnb, which is really lucrative right now, even despite all that's going on in the market and everything. Airbnbs, especially in this area, are very, very lucrative. So, okay. Okay. So tell us about the marketing of Airbnb. How do you market it? Because new guests coming in each week, right? How do you market it? Marketing mainly on those sites and there's 50 plus Airbnb type short rental um, home sites in order that you want to use. Now you can go with a company who does all that for you, or you can do, um, you can manage it yourself. You just have to be available to pick up the phone anytime. If something happens, they run out of toilet paper or, you know, a leak happens. You have to be able to pick up the phone. I personally do not care for property management, never have. And so we hire that out, but it's, there's definitely really just all online that's you know that's where it all starts buying a house you know investing everything it all really starts online and and then you know it comes in from there but really just airbnb verbo homes away all those sites is how you airbnb and really the success comes 
in the guest's experience. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Trisha, thank you for that advice. If someone were to invest in United States right now, okay, the place that you are living in, what would be the best investment? And uh, tell us why. So right now, well, 60% of the population over the next 20 years, well, now it's 18 years, is moving to the Southeast due to the weather, the lower prices, the lower taxes. And then COVID, I, I mean, well, because of COVID, it actually solidified that number and ended up increasing it. Well, everybody's coming to the Southeast. So Florida's number one, South Carolina's number two. Yes. And Florida is very dense and populated. This is not quite as dense and populated. However, I live in the number one place in South Carolina, which is the Charleston area. Yeah. And we have multiple beaches here. So we've got city. We, uh, we've got a great downtown with historic um, historical background. We've got beaches and it's still a, a bit quaint. It's not the big city feel in some of these major cities. So a lot of people visit here a lot of times. Usually they visit and then they want to move, which is where I can help people, you know, because they want to come and they want to live here and they can work from home now because <laughs> after COVID, so many people can. Yeah. So that's where I can step in, find them a good place, um, the right house, something they can think future. You always want to buy like you're going to sell. And lot, location, and layout. Those are like the main focuses. And if you if you want to come in and invest, definitely beach properties, like a hundred percent. And I put my money where my mouth is because I own one. <laughs> and short channels, because when COVID happened, a lot of people who had beach properties here decided to just retire and move into their Airbnb. And so they it created a shortage and in as well as around the world, which created a whole Airbnb shortage for a while. So there's still a shortage here. And really, if you have a pool here, if you have a decent house and it's clean and it's newer or up to date and good service, I mean, you can make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. OK, so thank you so much for that again. Now I know what I have to do once I make the money. Probably not be a first-time home buyer, but rather have a short-term short-term renter, right? Mm -hmm. Airbnb. Yep. Good. And you can always there's yeah. always flipping houses, which is something we did when we first moved here. Um, we flipped like I don't know, 15 houses mm -hmm. in the past here in the Charleston area, and really. We just wanted to do that with integrity, make sure people had good roofs, good HVACs, you know, a good, good structure. Not, it wasn't always the prettiest because we put the money where it really mattered. And, you know, what, what, especially first time home buyers or new home buyers are going to need and in the long run. So we did that right now. You could do that, but you materials right now are a little high. So you have to buy right. You really would. and you have to have cash for that. But there's other ways to get cash. You don't have to have your own cash to invest. There's always yeah. options to get cash. You always. So 
know that one thing. Like you definitely don't need your own cash to be an investor. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for that advice. Also, I'm learning a lot, and hopefully, the audience is learning something new when it comes to investing. But right now, tell us about business. So, if you were to select some uh, qualities in an entrepreneur, okay, these are the qualities one must have to work with Trisha or to to surround yourself with Trisha, okay. These are the qualities you should have. So, what are the qualities you look at in an entrepreneur? Um, whether or not they really care for people, okay. because that's huge. Because no matter what, it gets difficult and. If you don't have a passion for people, you're not going to have really that intrinsic why, why you do things. Your big why is really important. And other than, you know, we're our own families and stuff in our um, livelihood, there should be some other kind of why. How are you going to change the world? How are you going to contribute? You know, and people, people are a passion and helping people are a passion. And without that, I don't think you can do this with integrity. You can't do it for the long run. And if you do it just for money, you're going to, it, it just, it'll wear you out and you won't last long because those type of people are, um, they definitely stand out and they don't last long in this business in real estate. Of so, course, of course. Yeah. And whatever business it is, it is people's business, right? That's right. Because at the end of the day, you are treating people and the right. more well you treat them, the more business you do, the more mm-hmm. numbers game you play that I have 100 people, I'm going to close this right. many and not take care of the existing client. It is going to cost you in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. And you want to take care of those who you're working with too for referrals. And you got to think of the long game, you know, like even agents that you work with or that I work with or people who can be difficult at times I'm a counselor. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's, it's been some of the things that have happened in my career are crazy. Like you couldn't make it up. And it's always different because every person is different. Every transaction is different. Every situation is different. So being able with the, with the mindset of the people come first and what is best for them, um, that's always ethical and on the up and up, of course, uh, then that's, that's how you can get through difficult times and keep going. And when they're happy, it's so rewarding. It it's is. So rewarding. It totally yeah. is. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> so Trisha, tell us about the online presence. So how do you look at online presence? Do you consider video as a good platform? Do you think about metaverse, which is VR glasses, wherein properties would be shown uh, hmm. virtual glasses, right? As That's, reality, right? Yeah. So huh. tell us about it. How do you look at videos? Tell us uh, how do you look at internet and how are you leveraging them at this point in your life and your business? Great question. Um, well, you absolutely have to start online because 90, I think the numbers are around 94% of house shopping and stuff starts online. So by the time you actually get face to face with someone they've are people have already been looking and doing their research and so they already know how the process goes or is some idea and really 
you're more of a expert guide at this sense because today's buyer and even investor has all the all of their knowledge on their fingertips. So what do we, what do I offer different mm-hmm. online that makes somebody want to come to me instead of the next guy, you know, that they see. And a lot of that, you know, is integrity. Consistency is key. Mm-hmm. And without, and social media, 100%. One of the difficult things about social media is keeping up with all the changes. Mm-hmm. So having a plan for that is very important and having admittedly, I mean, I've always done all my social media marketing in house and with my team. It's really hard though, even for us to keep up. So having professional help, I think in that area would be worth it. Absolutely worth it. So, yeah. Well, how do you look at podcast? Because you wanted to speak to some uh, young uh, real estate agents, right? Before we begin. So how do you look at it? Like, uh, do you do you train agents at uh, at your realty, right? At your real estate group? And- yeah, on my team, uh, I do. Yeah, if they're on my team, then they, I'm basically their yes. guy, you know, in all the exactly. 10 years of situations and hundreds of transactions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, it's invaluable. It really is because there's so many things that you couldn't imagine or even plan for in this business that happen and only experience only experience mm-hmm. can get you to a place where yeah it's it, it's a little more of a solid foundation you know like and so i do i train i'm very particular who i take on mm-hmm. um they have to be trustworthy i've experienced um i've experienced great teammates and I've experienced bad teammates, you know, so I've, I've learned and, and, but now I know what to look for and I love helping them and helping them succeed and seeing them reach their goals as well. It's a hustle and you gotta be willing to hustle. So that's one of the things you gotta like people or, and you really have to be able to hustle. So Trisha, if you had, let's say $10,000 extra on your budget today, right here, right now, Okay. In your business, where would you want to invest it? Right. And what would be your goals? Uh, not considering the $10,000 as anything. Okay. $10,000 is a different question. And what are your okay. goals for your business by next year? Okay. So with the $10,000, if I do as a real estate agent, that I would probably do a billboard. Because that omnipresence is really important, and especially in the local area where people already know you and they see your face. So something that big in their face, that omnipresence is key. And that's key to all business and all marketing is an omnipresence. Yeah. So you don't have to be there. And, but you, you're still getting out there without your actual time, you know, and hands being on the computer or being in front of people, creating the omnipresence is key. So I would either do a billboard or if I were to go, well, this could go for both real estate agent and or investor. I would do social media, a social media company. I would invest 10 grand in just the next, you know year or so of social media marketing 
Okay. Leave it up to the professionals instead yeah. of trying to figure that out <laughs> and take care of people and being a you know. <laughs> yeah, of course, I get the trouble and I get the problem. Uh, but it is always about marketing, right? If you have ten thousand dollars, either it is billboard, old school, or new school, which is social media and further. In this business, one hundred percent, and or honestly, if you buy houses and if you're looking to acquire real estate with ten thousand dollars, you could you could find a house that you could rent out. You know, if you did it right, if you know the right people, or if you want to create a little investment group, you know, a $10,000 buy-in for an Airbnb, you know, on the beach or something and finance the rest. Commercial loans right now are the way to go due to rates. So I would definitely, I would definitely say, I know some lenders that are doing better at commercial loans than they are at residential. So that's, that's one way I would go as well as an investor. Um, but in, remember though, it depends on where the money comes from because mm -hmm. they source the money. Yeah. So that's yeah. where it's like ten thousand dollars <laughs> from where. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, if it just appeared, then probably more property. But <laughs> if I have to source it as a gift, then or something like that, then I would say marketing. But marketing is key for sure. sure. And. And that's the other thing, like for the over the next year is kind of vamping up marketing and vamping up, you know, my omnipresence in the market and my team's omnipresence in the market is where I would like to go and grow how I'm going to grow over the next year and possibly bring on even another agent if the right person, you know, comes along because it really is, it, ha it has to be the right fit. It really just does. So adding people is great. And also increasing my marketing is another way over the next year to increase, I would say sales, but I want to do a little more investing this year. <laughs> so if you yeah. think 10 grand together, so let's invest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Nicole, tell us about, Trisha, tell us about your uh, favorite quotation. What is your favorite quotation and why is that your favorite quotation? That is a great question. So I had to think about this because what I really thought was, okay, what do I say like, to myself? That's the one thing, you know, what's like one of my mantras? And it is Jesus came that I may have life and life abundantly. And also the, another one that I say is why not me? Like, wow. why not? <laughs> what wow. I mean, like we see other people. Uh, I mean, my business, my success, I give all glory to God. Yes. And, and there's been times um, in my life, I've had to remind myself, like, why not me? Mm. But who said, mm. for what reason can't I, you know what I mean? Yes. And why can't I be top producer? Why can't I be number one? So, mm -hmm. you know, and so why not? And that's something that has helped. Yeah. So are you going to title the book that you're writing, Why Not Me? Oh Why? my gosh, that's such a good idea. Uh, I might, but that's not what I came up with, okay. even though I'm going to write that down. <laughs> um, my, and this is a whole other podcast, okay. but to explain this, but it would be um, tragedy to triumph because I've been through a lot of tragedy in my life. So. Tragedy to Triumph by Trisha Nichols. Tragedy to Triumph, yep. That's it. Looking forward mm -hmm. to that book. 
with the time yeah please <laughs> yeah. tell us about your instagram tell us about your facebook tell us about your youtube website so, so can reach out yeah um i'm at upward living one the number one okay uh, on at upward living one on facebook on instagram those are my two main focal points is Facebook and Instagram, my niche, you know, and because again, in-house marketing that can always expand. Everybody does well on different platforms. I would say, pick the one that you do the best, you know, work on that, you know, best that you have the most profile in. And that's what I would say to, to use. But for me, it is upward U P W A R D living L I V I N G and the number one. And that's consistently on Facebook and on Instagram. So upward living one, the number one, and mm-hmm. she's number one, Trisha Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being on the show. With that said, that was today's episode of the Sparkling Entrepreneur Show. I am your host, Kiran Agrar, signing off. You guys have a wonderful day, evening, whatever you are in. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.